Hey, you guys, this is the Mean Magazine Podcast, and I'm your host, Kristen Filipkowski. The Mean Podcast is where I talk to creative, curious, and ambitious women of all ages who are brave enough to be honest on social media and beyond. They're not afraid to show their flaws, and they're finding success and joy while they're at it. Today, I'm sharing with you guys a conversation with multiple Emmy Award winner and fellow 50-something, Lizzie Bermudez. Lizzie and I got together shortly after the J-Lo and Shakira Super Bowl performance and talked about what it felt like to witness J-Lo's incredible energy and stamina. But not everyone loved it. In fact, CNN reported recently that the FCC has received 1,312 complaints from viewers who called it everything from a disgusting spectacle to porn. But there were 102 million viewers, and the complaints make up less than one one-thousandth percent of that. But that teensy percent was pretty mad. To us, JLo's performance is really just a starting point for a conversation about what it means to be a 50-year-old woman in the United States these days. So without further ado, let's get to the show. So I'm here with Lizzie Bermudez. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the Mean Magazine podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And this is really good timing because two days ago was the Super Bowl. Right. And we've been talking a lot about what it means to be in our 50s, trying to manage our careers and trying to manage our families and everything that comes with all of that. And then we witnessed this incredible 50-year-old woman just sort of rock a stadium and just kind of floor everyone with right. her incredible performance and but there's a lot to there's sort of a lot around, around there, it, right, right? <laughs> yeah there is. so um I mean it's it's amazing to see that like I feel like she's 50 like look at her and there, there's just the whole awesomeness of it like mm -hmm. she looks like how does she look Benjamin like that button right yeah. like how is she <laughs> aging in reverse yes <laughs> and just the stamina that it takes and the physicality that it takes for for that and that I mean I think we just need to take a minute to just like praise her for being able right. to do that right she's, she's kind of like the female version of Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, the way I see her, just yeah, work, work, physically working. Like yes. you have to work hard to maintain that. Really hard, yeah. Really hard, yeah. Sometimes when I look at her Instagram, I think like I don't think she ever drinks or <laughs> you know? she can't be that much fun. <laughs> Not nearly as much fun as us. Right, right. <laughs> certainly there must be it, something to that. I, I always go back to the wise words of my mother who every there's a sacrifice for everything. Mm -hmm. And so to get that, you do have to sacrifice. Definitely. Right. Yeah. She probably eats an incredibly clean, clean, clean diet, doesn't drink. Yeah. It's very regimen. And what we see on social, on social media. That's all. A lot of that yeah. smoke and mirrors it's, and editing. Yeah. yeah. So we don't get a real, real glimpse. Yeah. Of what she's doing to maintain that. Yeah. And on the one hand, I'm sure she thinks it's all worth it, all that uh -huh. hard work and sacrifice. On the other hand, for you know more sort of regular 50, 50 year olds like us, mm -hmm. it can be a double edged sword, right? Because it's like 
for me, it's like cool to see someone 50, like doing that and, um, being sexy and being strong and powerful and commanding an entire stadium. On the other hand, it's like 50 year olds for regular 50 year olds are sort of invisible and this almost makes it like, okay, it's cool to be 50 if you look like that. And right. if you, you can do what? that. Right. It reminded me of all the publicity surrounding uh, celebrity pregnancies when celebs, when the whole pregnancy yes. movement got really, really big. Yeah. And all these celebrity women were having babies. And they're when like, they were I'm like, in my pre, pre-pregnancy pre jeans and I just walked out of the hospital. Or I'm thinner than before. And you're like, screw you. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's That's not kind how of, it works in normal life. It's the unattainable thing. Right, right. And it's all, it also reminds me of a lot of celebrities who get pregnant when they're like in their late 40s. And right. they're like, it's it's a miracle. It's like, no, it was probably a donor egg, actually. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, but it's, I think there's a lot to unpack with what she did over the weekend. And I think there's a lot of really cool, great things that go along with it. I love the political statement she made. I love yes, and that. her Let's being a talk Latina woman. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and actually, I didn't properly introduce you. You're a Latina woman. Yes. Let's just, you know, introduce you a little bit more uh, because I, I, you're famous, so everyone should know who you are. Far from but, it. In my own mind. <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> Here at home. <laughs> Lizzie is a media personality in San Francisco, San Francisco Bay Area. Right. She's been on TV in the Bay Area for many, many years. years. Yeah. Yes. Has a lot of experience in that area. You've won an Emmy. A few, yes. A few Emmys. Yes. Yeah. So I'm very thrilled to have you. Thanks. Here. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm curious as a, as a Latina woman, how did you experience that seeing her just being such a commanding presence and the political statements she made, which right. I think really got overshadowed with uh, all of this about 1, her percent, right, and you know the sexiness and the whole thing, by no fault of her own, I think people's interpretation got right. a little skewed. How did you experience all that? It was really interesting because my daughter, my teenage daughter, and I actually got into an interesting debate, mm. a heated conversation, because I was you know, hooting and hollering in front of our television and so proud and what a moment this is and. You know, my very adorable white husband is looking at me like I'm crazy. Why <laughs> turn down the volume? Why are you dancing? Why are you why are you recording this for for Instagram? And it's like this is historical. This is amazing. This is yeah, to have a woman of that magnitude to be able to go on this worldwide stage and command such a presence and make such an amazing political statement and be such a force and to perform and I thought it was amazing and like I said as a Latina woman it was I'm 51 it's about time it felt like it's about time thank you um so I do appreciate that and I love that on the flip side there was my teenage daughter who was saying why is she being so hypersexualized and why is this the kind of statement a, a Latina woman has to make to be heard and noticed that is so interesting. And you so have a we, feminist little yes, girl I on your do. hands. So <laughs> it was a really, like I said, that whole performance had brought up so many amazing issues. That's what I love is the conversations that are being had on multiple fronts. That to me is, I think is huge because there's going to be a long tail on this. this yeah. The discussions will go on for a while. Yeah. And she's brought up a lot of issues. A lot. A lot. It's yeah. amazing. I mean, I never would have predicted how many 
talking points at this Super Bowl. Right. And it's, it's like more than the Janet Jackson nipplegate, um, nipple like <laughs> costume malfunction. malfunction. I mean, it's like more conversations yeah, are being had than, than around that. Yeah. And I think the feminist thing, I think it's really cool that your daughter has feminism on her mind. I mm-hmm. mean, good job, mom, you know, but at the same time, I think it's an opportunity to say that women can be sexy right. and be feminist. Women can dress however they want right. and be feminist. They're not, do- she was not doing that to appeal to like to men. Right. And that's what I told her. I go, and some of that, even with, with, with Shakira up there too, I go, a lot of that was cultural. There were a lot of cultural references in that. And I told my daughter, I go, look, if your mother looked like that and could do that, <laughs> I sure as hell would be doing that, you know? <laughs> and I'd be Absolutely. wearing that. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of it is, uh, I looked at it and I said, well, I find it incredibly empowering. I respect your opinion and your perspective. But my whole conversation with her is to look at other opinions and to see it not just her way. She was very, you know, focused on just seeing it. And that's so important to raise children, g- girls, who are open-minded and right. who want to learn. Right. Yeah. Also, the, the dancing. If they would have been doing those dances with, like, the big outfits that the men... Because people, a lot of people have said, well, the men didn't weren't dressed scantily. Like, although, look at the Maroon 5 guy from, like, a with couple years ago. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. He was half naked. But if they would have been... If Shakira would have been belly dancing in, like, a big baggy outfit, you wouldn't have been able to appreciate the the moves she was I, doing. Didn't Beyonce just do a major halftime performance? And yeah. they were, she was in a bodysuit and the dances is. were, the, the bumping and grinding and the thrusting that goes on in her performances. It's just, what's I, the cultural thing going on there? Is uh, that, is that, is it because she's Latina for some I reason? I do not know. I am really, I was shocked. I will be honest. Or because of her age. I think it's, I'm going to go with, yeah, it's all of the above, a, yeah. a, a bit of a perfect storm. Yeah. That yeah. That people like decided to Beyonce pick up on. Beyonce is allowed. This. Right. Why isn't J-Lo? Yeah. Right. So interesting. So the other argument that I read, I was reading Vanessa Friedman's article in the New York Times that she wrote just about sort of what Beyonce wore. I guess it was all Versace. Oh, J-Lo. What J-Lo wore. J-Lo. What yes. J-Lo wore. I loved yeah. her costumes. It was incredible. And I think that they were like just peeled off. Like, you know, she came off with the big With skirt, layers, yeah. And then that came off within seconds. And then she had the leather with the like kind of I loved rivets that one. or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And then that came off and then she had the lighter color thing. And apparently it was all Versace and took hours and hours and hours to make, which is cool on its own but apparently a lot of people thought that it was too risque and sexy and i saw comments on that story in the new york times that people were making their kids go in the other room like like they were upset that their eight-year-old was witnessing this and i was really surprised by that i get really really young kids but average tweens that have access to social media and phones and the internet i think what we see is is far worse. Yeah. The context also, I think is really important. Someone made the argument. One of the commenters made the argument that, um, the New York times, I didn't read this particular article, but the New York times apparently had a a piece about the Victoria's secret fashion show Mm -hmm. and how it's the hits day has passed and, and comparing, you know, what she wore to like a Victoria's secret runway show, which I think is 
not an equal comparison. I think it's apples and oranges because, you know, the Victoria's Secret fashion show is created for the male gaze. Like there's no getting around it, I think. You know, and they're walking up and down a runway. They're teetering on heels. They're skeletal. They have huge breasts. It's a different Mm -hmm. situation. Nothing wrong with huge breasts. Like, but I just think they're created for different, those two shows are created for different reasons. J-Lo was like commanding that, like I said it before, like she was just commanding that entire stadium. It was about strength and empowerment and talent, her dancing, her singing, her ability to entertain. There's nothing like that in a Victoria's Secret fashion right. show, right? God, and I loved her costume. I was, I thought they were stunning and gorgeous. And I don't know. I think if have you been to a middle school or a beach or yeah, know, right. <laughs> anywhere, walk down our street during the summer and see what people? I'm, I'm, I kind of scratch my head and slightly baffled by yeah. the. I think that it's women should not be judged for what they're wearing. Right. No matter what they're wearing, women should be able to wear what they want. Men wear what they want, you know. So yeah, it was the the arguments on there were very interesting. I pulled out some of these comments because they were actually really good uh-huh. and, and really interesting. Um, someone said, "Funny, but how come people are not offended by all the female cheerleaders in the game?" I've never heard anyone complain much about what and cheerleaders have you seen their wear? outfits. Right? Yeah, they're wearing less than Jayla was wearing, actually, you know, but it was the context that people either had a problem with it or they they were into it, you know, like we were. Like right. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. What's going on? It's perfect. Yeah. This comment was hilarious. I just have to read it to okay. you really quick. I don't know what her name was, but she said, I'm 50 and I'm just as hot, if not hotter in every category than Jenny from the block. Her pole dance performance, plus all the grinding and gyrating, was just gross. Just because you can wear that kind of outfit and dance like that, I can out-dance you, J-Lo, doesn't mean you should. (laughs) At least not in that venue. My eight-year-old daughter was asking me why she kept grabbing her privates. Was she grabbing her privates? I thought she was just sort of motioning in that direction. I think anybody who has any familiarity with hip-hop dance, I mean, that's a gesture that's often made by hip-hop dancers, men and women. I don't think she was actually grabbing her genitalia, but (laughs) but I did see her motion, yeah, Yeah. towards that area. It was something that men do all the time. All the time. Yeah, Michael Jackson grabbed his pants all the time. All the time. Yeah. So I just thought that was really funny. This woman was very confident about her sexiness. And and here's the other thing. So my girls have seen Cirque du Soleil videos, Mm -hmm. and part of their acts involve poles. And right. they do a whole shtick where they're climbing the poles and they're turning around and upside down and yes. going from pole to pole. And so, you know, my youngest daughter did not immediately associate dancers or strippers pole with the poles that were brought up in the halftime performance right. as well. That's another good point with that that people had a problem with that it was a stripper pole. Like, why does it have to be? But honestly, I I feel like that is one of those things that was once something that put women in a subservient sort mm-hmm. of scenario that women have taken and empowered yes. and they, taken it back and made it a powerful thing that makes them stronger. And, and the, people do it at, to work out, you know, it's no joke to be like clinging to one of those poles with right. your thighs. It doesn't, t- it takes some serious strength. And I didn't and, think anything she did on the pole was 
like derogatory or dirty or nasty. No, she wasn't. It, it felt very much like you go to a Cirque performance and there's a whole portion that they're on the poles and yeah. they're doing a routine and you're just in awe of of their bodies and their strength and what they can do on it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I think that bottom line, we enjoyed the Jayla's show. <laughs> I watched it multiple times. <laughs> yeah, me too. And the crazy thing is, I will admit, I didn't notice all of the political statements until I watched it like a third time. Me too. Because there was so much to it. There was so much going on. Which My daughter's the one who picked up on, she's like, what's with the pods? Are they supposed to be mm. in cages? Mm -hmm. And so she picked up. I went, ooh, maybe. Yeah. But I didn't pick up on the lighting in the background. The background. At all the like first time. like a chain link right. fence. I didn't, I actually honestly didn't pick up on it until I started Googling what people thought of it. And I saw a still of it. Right. And I was like, oh my wow. God. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, good for her for making that statement. Yeah. And- I'm sure she knows. I'm, I'm serious. I'm going to go look back at Beyonce's performance because I could have sworn I saw plenty of butt cheek oh, you in know, her performance. You, you know you and, did. And bumping and grinding <laughs> yeah. and yes, I didn't hear nearly as much controversy surrounding that performance no. as, as this no. one. But she's still in her 30s. Maybe that might be why. I don't <laughs> Well, then I call it age discrimination. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I also think it's interesting for our girls. I think it's important to talk about it that, you know, friend of a friend, I'm not going to mention any names, but I have this one memory of when my daughter was really little. I bought her this little bikini and it was like, I thought it was the cutest thing ever. She was a baby. She mm -hmm. was like not even two years old yet. And one of my friends commented like, oh no, or something like made a judgment like, and, and it hadn't even occurred to me like that people will think that I'm like, am I suck? Like I'm sexualizing my child or something like that. And that, that upset me because I was like, no, that's in your mind. Like she, she's not even two yet. Like if you think that that's sexualizing a child, I think that might be your problem. Mm -hmm. You know, just the whole thing that girls somehow need to be boyish to be feminist it, it I don't believe that like I think girls should be able to like my daughter is very girly she likes dressing up she sometimes wears like really silly stuff but she's seven mm -hmm. you know so if anyone thinks that it's at all sexualized I feel like that is their problem. I don't know how you, if you have extreme years are older now. Yeah, yours I, are, yeah, I have girls and I have two younger sisters and it's so interesting because we all dress slightly different. Mm -hmm. And I have one sister who's far more liberal and courageous with the way she dresses and showing off her body. Mm -hmm. And I think my mom was able to explain it you know, as long as you're doing it for yourself for you. and you feel good and you're confident, that's what matters. When oh, you're I love doing your mom. it <laughs> to get the attention, those aren't the right reasons to be dressing that way. Yeah. And then you need to have a conversation about it. you need to have a it. conversation. Yeah. But I remember because we were talking and she just said, whoa, 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 don't be throwing your sister under the bus, you mm -hmm. know? She's doing that because she feels good. She feels confident. You should actually applaud her for feeling that good about herself that she feels confident enough to walk out in whatever it is that she's wearing. So, yeah, I That's think that the onus is on other people having issues and being critical and not comfortable with their with their own body yeah. and taking it out on other people. And maybe not comfortable with their right. own relationship with, like, 
feminism versus their sexuality. And don't get me and wrong. There, I also believe there's a time and place for, for wearing things like what we're talking about. Yeah, you know, and we're not going to dress the, up like right. J-Lo and go to the you grocery know, store. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but power to you if you want to, but, you know, it's everyone's comfort level. Right. <laughs> it's different. One last comment that I thought was hilarious on that New York Times article was that I think it was a guy actually said, to be fair, the Rolling Stones shook their booty too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, I mean, the Rolling Stones are very flamboyant. A lot of the male um, performers are very flamboyant. No one gives them any shit. Yeah. Women need to, women drive me crazy sometimes in, in that they are their worst enemies sometimes. Like judging they each yeah, other. They're so judgy and quick to get on each other. For, I think, all the wrong reasons sometimes. Yeah. We need to be kinder to each other. And I think, honestly, let me know what you think about this, but I feel like our generation, like Gen Xers, are getting a little bit more familiar with that. I feel like the millennials are all about, or maybe it might just be lip service, but they're they're like, go girl. Like, you you know, like they're very supportive of each other, at least outwardly. I was just at a, I was actually just at a, an event last week, and... Me and another gal were two of the two of the senior reps there. I, yeah, like I know we were, that feeling very well. <laughs> we were in our fifties, and everybody else was half our age. Wow! And we had this conversation about what a lovely event, and these lovely group of women, and these young gals were like, "Oh my God, this is so great! I love how we're all helping each other." And the other gal that was closer to my age just said, "You know, this is." This is unusual to us because this isn't the type of environment we grew up in and, and we came up in. And I think it's true. I believe that today's women are are kinder and gentler to each other when it comes to supporting each other, especially in the workplace. At least that's what I've observed. I find it to be real. Yeah, I believe that too. And, you know, it's something I guess we can learn from our younger sisters. You right. Know? Yeah, I don't know why our generation, I mean, it's just, we grew up at a, in a different time. I think change is slow. I mean, change we, we dealt with so much more sexism, you know, women. We put us on the defensive. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Lizzie, thank you so much for chatting with me about JLo and the Super Bowl and feminism and all of that. It was really fun. I really appreciate your input. I'll see you at the gym with our celery juice and our Versace yeah. body suits. <laughs> And be prepared for my costume changes. I'll be like stripping each layer off. <laughs> Thanks again, Lizzie. You're welcome. Please check out the online magazine at www.meanmagazine.com and get in touch if you or someone you know should be featured in the magazine or on the podcast.